Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. It's Friday, April uh, 29th, and as I record, the 2022 NFL Draft is entering its second day uh, in front of the Bellagio in Las Vegas. Hello again, everyone. I'm Paul Stone. And this is episode 49 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. This week's podcast titled, The Recruiting Impact on Today's College Football. Uh, during this week's episode, I'm going to give some, uh, some of my thoughts about recruiting in today's overall college football landscape and how you should factor it into your overall handicapping process. Uh, so without further ado, let's get the show on the road uh, and discuss uh, recruiting and, again, its impact on today's college football. You know, first of all, if you follow college football, uh, more specifically the new world of college football, this Sunday, May 1st, is a key date to keep in mind. Sunday, May 1st is the last day that college football players can place their names in the transfer portal and be able to play for their new team during the 2022 season. So the last couple of days, uh, you know, the next couple of days, rather, we should see, you know, quite a run of players uh, entering the portal. Another piece of information uh, related to the portal, uh, former TCU defensive end Oshan Mathis, uh, he recorded uh, 26 tackles for loss, 12 and a half sacks uh, in three full seasons at TCU. He's expected to choose his new school, uh, either the Texas Longhorns, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, uh, tomorrow uh, on Saturday, April 30th. Uh, I've heard from a well-placed uh, Texas supporter uh, that the Longhorns would be shocked uh, if Mathis didn't choose the Longhorns. Uh, where his former head coach at TCU, Gary Patterson, is now a special assistant at Texas. You know, however, I was listening to uh, the Huskers online podcast uh, yesterday, uh, and the host there as well sounded at least fairly optimistic about their uh, chances. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who Mathis chooses, either for Nebraska or Texas. This is going to be uh, quite a pickup. Uh, Mathis is a great uh, edge rusher who will uh, benefit either of those defenses. You know, while we're talking about the uh, the portal and recruiting in general, uh, we, and that, that we includes handicappers in my opinion, we have two distinct types of recruiting in 2022. First of all, we have traditional recruiting you know, what I would call National Signing Day, where high schoolers 
you know, used to sign in early February, but now mostly sign in mid-December. Uh, and the most recent, the second type of recruiting, the most recent type of recruiting, gaining players with some level of experience through the transfer portal. And although a college team will numerically sign a much greater number of players through the traditional recruiting period, I would maintain that portal recruiting is more important, and this is the kicker, more important in regards to the upcoming college football season. The reason, you know, it's quite simple in my mind and probably, you know, probably painfully obvious to many of you. Many of the players who are transferring through the portal, those players are known commodities. You know, we're not, we're not guessing whether they can perform at this level. We've seen them perform at this level in many cases. And, and you know, they're not, you know, they're not also, they're not 18 years old. Uh, you know, maybe 19 in some cases. They're not 18 or 19, still building their bodies for the rigors of hand-to-hand -hand major college football combat. In fact, in some cases, these guys, they're 21, 22 years old, and they have three or four years at this level under their belts. You look at, first of all, you look at a team like USC, obviously a lot of buzz around the Southern Cal program after they um, I don't. I don't know if you say surprisingly or shockingly, uh, landed Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma, but Lincoln Riley moving from Norman, Oklahoma to Los Angeles, California, the new coach of Southern Cal. They have benefited greatly through the transfer portal, and they have some known quantities coming over to USC. Guys like quarterback, you know, Caleb Williams. He started most of the season last year for Riley. Uh, at Oklahoma. Then they've also got running back Travis Dye. Guy rushed for over 3,000 yards during his career at Oregon. You look at another team, I mean, Alabama. You know, although some people I think might be underestimating his likely impact during the upcoming season, running back Jameer Gibbs. He played his first two seasons at Georgia Tech. He's going to have a major impact a significant impact on Alabama's offense this season. And these types of players, you know, they're going to make impact during 2022. We could go on and on. On the other hand, if you look at traditional recruiting, it's really difficult to project the level of impact that a top recruit, even a highly touted five-star, is going to have in his true freshman season. I mean, you, you take a look, first of all, Let's take a look at the top three players on the 2021 ESPN 300. They completed this last fall, their true freshman season. The number one player on that list, defensive end Jack Sawyer of Ohio State. The number two player on the ESPN top 300 last year, offensive lineman Tommy Brockermeyer of Alabama. And then the number three player on that list, Southern Cal defensive end Corey Foreman. First of all, looking at Sawyer, who was the top player, top recruit in 2021, according to ESPN, looking at his statistical performance this past season, 
over the Buckeyes' final five regular season games last year, Sawyer averaged fewer than nine snaps a game. So he, he hardly, I mean, he played some, but he didn't play a great deal. Then you look at the number two overall recruit in the nation last year, Tommy Brockermeyer, highly acclaimed offensive tackle from Texas, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, to be precise, chose the tide over the Longhorns. His dad actually, uh, a guy named Blake Brockermeyer, if you remember him, played at the University of Texas, had a uh, pretty uh, significant NFL career. Uh, he chose the tide over the Longhorns. I'm certain Tommy Brockermeyer, he didn't play at all for Alabama during the regular season. And I don't think uh, he, he played during the postseason as well. So Tommy Brockermeyer, I'm pretty sure he didn't play a single snap. If he played much, if he played at all, rather, he didn't play much. So Tommy Brockermeyer, a very minimal, if any, impact on Alabama last year. And then you look at Corey Foreman, the five-star defensive end out of Corona's Centennial High. You know, he, he didn't really even crack the regular rotation on a consistent basis on a very suspect Trojan defense. You know, this Trojan's defense last year, not to be confused with the 1985 Chicago Bears. Foreman, he averaged less than 10 snaps a game in his inaugural season at USC. So all of the top three players on the ESPN 300 2021 had negligible impacts on their teams, their schools during their freshman year. So guys coming out of the portal, they're ready-made, they're proven commodities in many cases. They are much more likely to impact a team to make a team better than guys who are true freshmen. You know, I've always scoffed in the past when some of my uh, fellow handicappers, you know, have listed or mentioned recruiting uh, as a metric when they're determining each team's power rating. Uh, you know, maybe there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a rare instance. I mean, guys like Earl Campbell way back when, Herschel Walker way back when, some of those guys, you know, they had a real impact from day one. But still, you really, as far as traditional high school recruiting, again, guys who used to sign in February, who now sign in December, those guys really shouldn't impact your preseason power ranking. If they play from day one, if they play the first game, the second game, the third game, you know, they might have, in that case, an impact on their new team's power ranking. But in the preseason, you know, which is where we obviously are right now, none of these players should have any impact on the college football team's power ranking, period. You know, there's just, there's too many unknowns. Uh, too many of these guys make very minimal, if at all, contributions to their new teams during their true freshman season especially early in their true freshman season. So keep that in mind. You know, again, when you're looking at the uh, the portal impact, as I like to say, some of these guys are, again, they're, they're proven commodities. 
and I think in, in those cases, the guys coming in through the portal, guys like Caleb Williams, uh, guys like uh, Travis Dye from the University of Oregon, guys like uh, Jameer Gibbs at Alabama, uh, those type of uh, players, it's appropriate to project their impact on their new school. It's appropriate to consider their impact when you're formulating that school's power ranking. So I have no problem uh, at all with that. So certainly, again, the portal, um, it sounds a little bit odd, but while I don't think traditional recruiting has any impact whatsoever on a college football team's preseason power ranking, their portal ranking, their portal recruiting certainly can. You know, again, these players, they're older, they're more prepared, and in many cases, they have already demonstrated their ability, their impact at the major college level. You know, I want to look at, uh, first of all, uh, kind of backing up a little bit, today's shameless plug. Um, again, I think it's very important as handicappers that we specialize that we're not, you know, jacks of, you know, a jack of all trades, rather a master of none. I specialize in three sports, specialization in college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. You know, I was initially, I want to, you know, put this information out there. I was initially planning to debut my 2022 college football package this Sunday, May 1st, but I'm still working out a few details, still have a few things that I've got to kind of iron out and figure out before I go forward. So I'm going to delay that a little bit. Uh, it's going to be soon. It's not going to be, you know, a month from now or six weeks from now. It's going to be in the next couple of weeks, uh, but it won't be this Sunday, May 1st, as I'd originally planned. I'm uh, really, you know, proud of what I've done in college football. I'm monitored, first of all, very important to note, monitored by the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. I have seven straight winning seasons against the spread a collective percentage against the spread of 56%. I think my winning percentage is, uh, you know, second to none. I'm very proud of it. I don't know many people who can boast that type of record, especially that type of monitored record. I know a lot of people uh, will put similar information or maybe even superior information out there. But is it, uh, can it be verified? Uh, is it uh, under the scrutiny of a third party and that sort of thing? I'm very, uh, again, comfortable and confident uh, that my record is second to none in the marketplace. If you look at my package, you know, my packages right now that I have on my website, uh, first of all, my all sports package, it gives you all my selections in college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. You get 365 days of those selections. That's available right now on my website for just $8.99. Uh, additionally, up on the site, you can uh, find the remainder of my PGA Tour golf package, just 149 for all of my tournament and round-by-round -round selections matchups through the Tour Championship at the end of August for just 149. Uh, if you're interested, certainly please take a look. Uh, my website again, paulstonesports.org. Again, if interested in any of my packages, my website paulstonesports.org. If you happen to have a recommendation or even a question, a recommendation for a, a podcast in the future, or if you have a question about handicapping or whatever the case might be, 
certainly feel free to uh, give me an email. Email address is paulstonesports at gmail.com. Again, that's paulstonesports at gmail.com. I try to do my best to answer uh, all inquiries, try to get back with people as quickly as I can, uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, be accessible and um, answer, you know, questions that people might have. Uh, getting to be um, the, the kind of the, the heart of the spring. Hopefully the weather in your part of the country is, is nice. Hopefully it's warming up. Summer will be here before you know it. A lot of my time right now is spent on preparing for the release of college football games of the year, week one lines. Uh, Chris Andrews out the South Point on the southern uh, tip of the strip in Las Vegas. He's indicated he's going to release some of those numbers uh, in late May or early June. Uh, some places in various points throughout the uh, U.S. and other legalized states might uh, release the numbers even earlier. But I'm going to try to be ready when those numbers come out. Uh, I'll certainly publicize some of my plays and recommendations when those numbers uh, do become available uh, out in the marketplace. I uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, this was episode, again, episode 49. I uh, appreciate those of you who have list, you know, listened to all of the podcasts, listened to many of the podcasts, and even those of you, you know, maybe listening for the first or second time, I appreciate your uh, taking the time to uh, tune in. Hopefully you gained something from today's podcast. Uh, we're going to be back next week. Usually I try to uh, drop the podcast each Tuesday. Uh, things kind of got delayed this week. I've had some technical uh, difficulties the last week or so. But we're going to get back on track, try to try to release uh, the next podcast next Tuesday and get back on that cycle. Appreciate you listening. Again, hope you gained something from it. Have a great week. Have a great weekend of sports betting. Until next time, again, I'm Paul Stone signing off. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions.